0: The Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook by using promo code RTRS. Brought to you by Cornblow and Cornblow, the official law firm of the process, and the colony meadery, the official gluten-free booze made from honey of the process. On the show today, Josh Richardson and Joel Embiid perhaps searching the city of Philadelphia for a place to work out and play soccer. Hmm. It's. Might might be true. Uh, Mike is going to release his life's work at midnight tonight so we can all gaze upon it. Would we care if Ben Simmons didn't shoot if he wasn't a point guard? We have a bunch of uh, mailbag questions to get to and a theory bound to piss Mike off about the Houston Astros. We have four new T-shirts available. Four new T-shirts available. When I get good at this video thing, I'll actually put the pictures of the T-shirts out. We have the Pride one, which looks awesome, and proceeds for that go to Attic Youth Center. Uh, the Pride one is $29.99. We wanted to make sure that we could donate enough, and when you use all those colors, it's more expensive to make. Um, the Valone's Deli T-shirt, home of the world-famous soft pretzel water. The proceeds for that go to Prevention Point, Philadelphia. And then the two shirts based on Sixers Adams' food list the cantaloupe shirt—it um, can be hard to find—and chicken—it's a filling meal. Both nineteen ninety-nine. Go to writesrickySanchez.com and uh, go to the t-shirt store section of the website. Without any further ado, Amos and the Show. Daddy. Welcome to the Rice Ricky Sanchez podcast, I'm Spike Eskin, along with a guy who is still waiting for his dad to hang up on the Zoom call finally, that is Mike Levin.
1: Full full dad mode from both guys.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah, Mm -hmm. oh my god, yes. Um, There are a lot of favorite parts of that pod to me. One of my favorite from the uh, Glenn Levin part is when his video was frozen for the second half. Of the pod and yeah. he didn't know. He was ever all excited about
1: revealing that he's wearing a
0: Ricky shirt as if that's not the only shirt he ever wears. <laughs> and we couldn't see it anyway. Uh-uh. Uh, so the we had some pushback online um, from a certain mom, and my mom's not on Twitter, um, uh, a certain pushback asking why there were no mothers invited on yeah. Mother's Day. Predictably. And, yeah. So... I don't know, uh, Mother's Day next year? Are the moms going to be on the podcast?
1: Yeah, might have to make it a four-hour podcast if my mom's on.
0: <laughs> she's going to have a lot to say. <laughs> my, okay, just a quick mom thing. This is what my mom does. So she will will, will get on the phone, and, and she will talk for um, 27 straight minutes about, like, just some shit. You know, like, she's only got my father to talk to at home. You know, so I let him go he, and on. And he's on.
1: doing most of the talking. <laughs> Let's be real.
0: We asked him three <laughs> and a half
1: questions and he was he answered four hundred of his own.
0: Wait, I told before I get to the mom thing, I always tell the hosts at WIP when they have my dad on. I'm always like, Look, when, when you ask a question, he'll hijack it. You gotta let him not hijack the question. And I finally realized what they actually have to deal with. It's near impossible because I can just interrupt him because he's my father. they can't, you know. Mm. Um, so my mom will call me she'll talk 27 minutes about how she had to take the dogs to the 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 kennel and how the the guy who's supposed to repave the driveway didn't show up and then at minute 27 she'll go like okay let me go and I'm like whoa 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 let you go (laughs) you've been you've been talking to me like I didn't even get any of my shit out
1: just nice to just nice to have someone at the other end you know
0: yeah yeah for sure Um, you know so normally when um, Charles Barkley talks about the Sixers, your reaction is, you want to give like what your reaction normally is? Yeah. I mean,
1: he's bad. Th- everybody's, everybody that, almost everyone that talks about basketball on television is bad at it. So and like, especially those guys, they're, they're whole things that they don't watch the games. And my yeah. whole thing is that I like the second rounders. And so they've never heard out of any of my favorite players.
0: Right. It's so insulting to me. Right. So I just want to read this to you. And he said this to uh, NBC Sports Phillies, Michael Sharp Marken. is the same
1: way. He doesn't fucking appreciate my, my deep draft no. favorites. Yeah, never he never did. When we lived together, all. I'm still mad.
0: Not only does he not appreciate it, he mocks it.
1: Yeah, and that's why he's a friggin' Wizards fan.
0: Yep. In now he has
1: to root for Posechniks.
0: Wait a minute. And, and, like, really, he couldn't even keep a job doing this. He had to go become a lawyer, you know? I mean, come on. He had to cop Sounds out. Sounds like couldn't hack it. Yep. But the quote from Charles Barkley to NBC Sports Phillies uh, Michael Barkan, uh, he says, I'll tell you what, the one Eastern Conference team that scares the hell out of me I don't want to see Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris, he told Barkhane. I would not want to play the 76ers in the playoffs. Other than Giannis, I want to make sure I don't leave anybody out. The Sixers are going to have the best two players against any team in the Eastern Conference. We've been saying that for a long time. We've (laughs) been saying that for a really long time. (laughs) With the exception of Giannis, any team they play in the Eastern Conference, they're going to have the two best players on the court in every series, except against the Milwaukee Bucks." So I think they've got a legitimate chance. I'd be surprised if they don't do well. Ben has a chance to get healthy. I hope Joel was able to stay in shape. That's going to be a biggie. But if those two guys are healthy, the Sixers have a good chance. Yeah, I mean, So now you're things, on things, things that could have been
1: spoken back in September
0: mm-hmm.
1: before any of this happened. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I go back <laughs> and forth all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean they they do have two of the best players in the East and a lot of size and theoretically defense and if Brett allows Shake to be Shake enough shooting with him and Korkmaz and Tobias if he if he takes those so I mean I I do think that they have they're like there's no reason why they wouldn't be aside from almost all evidence that we've had all season. Yeah. Aside from that little thing.
0: <laughs> All the games they've played. Yeah. If you,
1: if you put them aside, then I feel like we got a great shot.
0: Hmm. But I don't know. Uh, Apple Podcast, five-star review of the week. Uh, we're at 2,689. Uh, please leave us a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast app. Just It's very easy. Now, this also comes from Hollis Thompson, the same person who had a lot of questions about your comedy writing. Jeez. I know. Subject line: Spike weight loss tips. Wow. Hey Spike, just wanted to say your tips about your weight loss journey were a big help to me. You used to talk about that stuff more often in older pods, but still occasionally do. I just wanted you to know that you helped me and probably helped others. Thanks, TTP. I wonder if it's the same Hollis Thomas. Hey Hollis. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Maybe spread it around.
0: So I wanted to ask you your uh, on uh, on you know the challenge so. The Ricky obviously actually has not really been that challenging to do uh, because we don't have to talk about sports. We can we can do whatever we want, and we hate talking about the Sixers since the the break. But WIP a different animal, as though as it's twenty four hours a day. So one of the things, because I wanted to get your opinion on this, so one of the things that we've done over the last two and a half weeks is a thing called the Goat of Broad Street, where people could put in their votes of the top five Philly athletes or the top Philly athlete of the last fifty years. Um, and revealing number two and number one tomorrow, which are some combination of Mike Schmidt and Alan Iverson um, I'm curious if off the top of your head you would know who would be in the conversation for you for top five and that last fifty years is seventy, so basically who that gets rid of is any of the super old eagles like Ednaek or whatever, and then it gets rid of will will is not part of it. How grew um so. Curious, curious, who you'd have up top?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think is there, is it just says these all have you know their own qualifications and own you know rubric. Yep. There's no, it's just however I, the beholder, whatever you want.
0: Yeah, we, I like the word greatest because it sort of includes. So the the top five uh, for the WIP vote were five was Utley, four was Dawkins, three was Reggie White. Um, and then two and one in some order. I don't want to give it away. Or Schmidt and, and Iverson.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. Um,
0: I probably wouldn't have Schmidt up there. You wouldn't have Schmidt up there. No,
1: it's a, it's hard to like. Did he revolutionize the sport in any way? If you're talking about like greatness.
0: Wow, but he's like the like. If he's not the best third baseman ever, he's like one of the. Yeah. Two. All right. I guess I yeah. was
1: I was leaning heavy towards like greatness in terms of like you know what what, what got me excited about you know thinking about Iverson for this is the like. Yes. He has like changed the game, and right? Changed the culture, and no I mean, one that, would ever say that Mike Schmidt changed the culture
0: in any way. Totally, and and I think that's why it's actually interesting you say that because like if you're just going to go by on the, the 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 playing field accomplishments, Iverson probably isn't in the top five. For but sure. but yeah. like that other thing and that yeah. connection, sort of even Dawkins, I think right. to the same extent wouldn't be there either. Right for sure. Um, Six. I'm trying to think of the rest of the top ten. Six was Clark. Seven was six was Bobby Clark. Seven was Julius Irving. Eight was Steve Carlton. Um, nine was Foles. And t- <laughs> ten was Bernie. Perani. Yeah, you got to put
1: somebody in there from 2018.
0: Yeah. Well, you have to. Yeah. yeah there's 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 nobody. Else. Uh, I think Jason Pe- Jason Peters was 20. Um, mm. You know, Steve Carlton is. Uh, was pretty awesome. But again, that, that greatness quotient that you're talking about was right. not there for him.
1: I might add uh, Moses to the conversation there.
0: So Moses was 17. The, obviously, the problem with Moses is the short that yeah. amount of time. He only played here four years. Yeah, um, And then you have Bernard Hopkins and Joe Frazier, too. You know, I would love for
1: the time. answer to be Embiid in a couple of years. Oh.
0: Who that do man. you think of the current... The current... The last thing. The current players playing in Philadelphia, all sports. Who do you think is the most likely to end up on this list at some point? Um,
1: so, so that would include, of course... Be, it could be Harper, I mean, just because he'll be here for right. a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also, baseball has such a, like a low amount of star power.
0: Mm-hmm. And he has
1: it. And he has a good... He's probably the most, him or Mike Trout. He needs certainly more... Like personable than Trout, at least to the masses, you know, because he at least has like like the cockiness factor. More recognizable,
0: I think. I think so in, too. Um, in the general, in a general city, right.
1: So I think it very well could be Bryce. Um, obviously, Wentz has a good shot, um, but I I would like it to be Embiid.
0: Yeah, Well Simmons.
1: Yeah, but I think I think I mean, I mean Embiid just has yeah. the. Yeah. Embiid like Simmons is I think Simmons is kind of set at who he is. Um, Embiid, if he has like the personality chops and the game and the personality on the court to be that like Iverson level guy, um, and it seems like this year I I don't know, this year he was always it's hard to remember what happened this year, but he was, uh, you know, limiting his fun and then back to having it again, and it's really we're going through like the what's happening with his mood. And when Iverson was on the court, he was always Iverson. Um, Yes, for sure. He wasn't Iverson many other places. He wasn't really showing up, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to remember what happened this season. It's hard to act as if there's still going to be a season. Do you see Jabari Parker just got diagnosed with the virus?
0: Oh no. Well, I mean people like before they're all going to get tested before they go there. And if it's anything like the, the general population, like a lot you of know, people are having it, five or 10% of the, the the players will test positive. You know, Jokic tested positive Jokic, right. last week, Brogdon um, earlier they, today. Yeah, they said he hasn't had symptoms. Brogdon said he still plans if to. If Malcolm go Brogdon friggin' dies I don't before think die. we get the
1: <laughs> trophy for rookie of the year oh that God. we rightly deserve,
0: what a disappointment oh that would be! Oh my god! It's a oh shame. my god! It's wow! Wow! Um, so, speaking of uh, mentioning Ben Simmons, um, your script, you and your writing—how long have you? So, your writing partner is Patrick Kang, and I—I I, I have to admit, I'm not—I don't understand the writing partner thing. So, do most people when they write? Well, we're having somebody, Pat on the
1: podcast next Wednesday, so we can write. we can get into it.
0: Well, I'm curious, just asking you, yeah. I'm not about your relationship with him, but is this a thing? Like, mm-hmm. is, is having, so do most people have somebody that they write with, like one person? How does it's, that work? It's a
1: mix. It's uh, in TV, it's, I'd say it's probably more prevalent in TV than it is in, well, certainly novels, but probably mm-hmm. a little bit more prevalent in TV than it is in features. The benefit is like, you know, when you're starting out, you're in, at the lower levels, it's like, hey, there's two of us, and you're paying us mm-hmm. the salary of one person. Um, so we split a salary, uh, Pat and I, and then give money to our representation, our manager and lawyer. At this point, right? Um, and yeah, so we get to you know we bounce ideas off each other, and where every script is that we do is written by both of us. And the benefit mm-hmm. to shows is, um, you know, if there's if you break into two rooms to like do you know one. One room is doing like an outline for this episode, and the other one is doing like a script for this episode. Then we can each be in two rooms at the same time. Generally, that's breaking the law of what it's supposed to be. We are supposed to be one entity, but that never is how it works. So, right. we've been on we've been on shows. The last actually, last actually two shows we've been on, we've been the only team. But uh, on Howl and My Mother, there were three or four teams. Um, teams and like a bunch, a bunch of them uh, around. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, and it's easier to come up with ideas, bounce stuff off, off ideas with each other. Um, I never thought that, and we'll talk about this with Pat, but I never thought that we would, that I would be a guy with a team, like a team. I'm not a, initially coming up, I was like, I'm not like a play well with others guy. I'm pretty like micromanage about when it comes to like my words and we can, we can talk to Pat about that. I'm sure he'll have some opinions. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh. But it just worked out. He was a good friend. We met on on How I Met Your Mother, and and hit it off, and decided to to do the thing. So we've been we've been writing together since I think 2016, and our first uh, our first job together was Trial and Error.
0: So one of the things you did was you were commissioned by um, what's LeBron's production company again?
1: LeBron, it's a uh, Spring Hill at Warner Brothers. They basically, but we can talk about it again. But the Sean Tribe is uh, Ben Simmons' older half-brother, um, mm-hmm. and him and the two of them had the idea of, like, hey, something about our life is funny. And so they went... We had
0: this idea to do a show about us. Yeah,
1: well, there's a million of those things, and that was part of the pitch, right, With uh, when we went in with Warner Brothers to NBC and or all the other places that we went to. Uh, part of the pitch is, like, you know, our, our exec at Spring Hill was like, we get pitched sports entourage, like, all the time. Like, that's mm-hmm. every single person... In athletics wants to be hey my life's cool and it's like entourage but like cooler shit and uh, and so a lot of it is just like watch you know look at all the cool shit we get to do but the cool the the actually interesting thing about Ben and Sean was you know, you look at him Ben is 610 and half black and Sean is 511 uh, and uh, white and bald and uh, you can just look at those like that seems like a network show like what a what a pairing um, and uh, and the family is super interesting. Um, Sean uh, basically calls yeah um, calls Ben's dad his real dad even though he's not biologically. So he's got he got he was raised by Ben's dad Dave Simmons, um, and they share a mom, um, uh, who his name I'm forgetting, which is I'm mixing up their character name and the real ones. Um, so,
0: so you wrote this show. You and so, yeah, so
1: they came, they, they went to Spring Hill and said, here's the idea. We, we think there's something there. And Spring Hill was like, maybe. And then they, uh, we had met with Spring Hill the year before, and they just hit us up and be like, hey, we got this Philly basketball thing. Uh, do you want to hear it? And we we're like, yes, absolutely. We, were, we had nothing else going on, and <laughs> trial and error was just ending. And so we were like, we don't know what we're doing with our careers. Um, and so they were like, yeah, we got this thing with Ben Simmons. And it was, it was the coolest call we've ever been on. Being like, do you want to? Do you have? Do you have? Do you have any interest in like pitching a take basically for it? And so we were like, absolutely. So we got on the phone with with Ben and Sean and talked to them a little bit. Ben was on the call for like five minutes. Uh, he's playing video games, <laughs> so it was mostly Sean doing the talking. And uh, and yeah, so we we just th- we saw that there was a show in there, and so we like came up with the characters and which is based on them, but like you know, fictionalized for sure, um, and uh, and the world and what it would be like, and then we. Um, Pitched it to Warner Brothers, they were in, and then took it out to all the major broadcast networks. And uh, and we sold it, which is, and we got paid for it, which is pretty dope.
0: And the show did not get made, no. but you, at home, or wherever you are, had the chance to own the script, the script for a good cause. So the, the
1: most exciting part of any show is the, the PDF.
0: Yes. So you will get a digital copy of this script mm-hmm. and uh, art, uh, original artwork from our very own Abby, and um, and if you want to, by the way, Abby like does commission stuff. I she did something for Jason Lipschitz that is awesome of him and his wife and their their dog, mm. and it's awesome. I saw that. She, she's she's at D I G R U P E R T at Dick Rupert, and if you go to our website, the links are there. But um, so you get the script for five bucks. Um, you can pre-order it starting like midnight, Wednesday night, Thursday. So the 25th, so it'll be... Odds are it's available right now. If right you're listening now. to this. So just go to rightsarikisanchez.com. It'll be right there on the front page. It's a pre-order. So we'll take pre-orders for a week and then we'll deliver it. Five bucks. But here's the good thing. All of the money all. goes to... All. Every cent. Listen. Brian. Brian. <laughs> all of it. every <clears throat> Every cent goes to uh, the Coded by Kids to support CBK Academy. That's right. And CBK Academy is, so Coded by Kids is a charity in Philly that basically wants to teach kids from underrepresented classes uh, coding, entrepreneurship, problem solving, all that stuff. With
1: ideas so- to hopefully get jobs in tech afterwards, which is what I was always so drawn to for this charity. I actually actually looked up a bunch because we've always been doing deals with LL where he donates money to charity on our behalf. Yep. And so when we change, we switch up the charities from time to time and so what I was so drawn to by these guys is like this is like a tangible thing that can make a difference that is actually helping kids that they get jobs on on their own and like feels like it really makes a difference and
0: I was excited by that. And these are going to be the only jobs that exist in 10 years. So, so as we'll, we'll have a guest on I'm next month. I'm going to month. join. If this, if people don't <laughs> yeah. think this is, if, if the Hollis Thompson
1: that left the review last time doesn't think the script is funny <laughs> enough, I will be joining Coded by Kids Academy to learn how to do this shit.
0: Um, so see what CBK Academy is, so Coded by Kids is an in-class, uh, like a classroom atmosphere, but CBK Academy is an online version of the same thing, which will allow them to teach more people. And allow kids who cannot get there for one reason or another mm-hmm. um, to learn from them. So they need they need money to help build this platform, and that's what this will go to. Um, and it'll also go to the Providence Animal Center Canine um, College. So what happens with this is they get dogs, and um, Justina from Providence sent me this one dog uh, named Tiny, and Tiny is this like a great dog, but um, cannot like really be trained in the stressful environment that a shelter can be. Like a lot of dogs are jittery, so they have to send him elsewhere to get trained, and that is expensive. It can be, for Tiny it'll be like $3,000 a month for positive reinforcement training in Philly. Um, but they want these dogs to be able to have homes, you know, because if they don't, if they if this dog doesn't get this training, what happened is this dog will spend the rest of its life in the shelter, or it'll go home and be brought back, or go home and be brought back, and then maybe even, you know, worse so um that's what this will go to so it'll go to the cbk academy and the province animal center canine college and thanks to uh touchstone electric fireplaces they are going to double the entire thing double it S- double it so uh ZeroDeadbirds.com if you want a touchstone electric fireplace so awesome. thank you to everybody the uh the script available for only one week and uh i think it's a cool thing that and i will
1: like. i will say there was a there was a thing in the script have you read it yet
0: uh, first four pages. I'm wow, You couldn't time even I get through it. No, I like look, man. What not, a direct <laughs> shot. <laughs> My job is to read it by the time I talk to you and Patrick. Wow. that's it. About just like that. Well, we'll deal yes. with that next
1: week when we talk yeah. to Pat. He'll confront you about it. Um, yeah. I will say that I don't think I've said this on podcast before, but there's a there's a storyline in the script that we were very nervous to pitch to Ben and Sean about putting in there it was a potential it was a fix basically. Based on a, like a network note that trying to make make the story work that they were asking for, and so we had a solution that we were very afraid to ask Ben and Sean about, and uh, and it they said yes, and
0: oh. so it's it's in there, and so you it'll be very oh, clear what that is what once it you is. get through the script. Uh, well, cool. Well, that that is available now. So, but well, probably by the time you're hearing, it, I'll actually I'll put it up whenever this podcast goes up. So yes, it is available now. Um, the Rice Ricky Sanchez podcast, <coughs> excuse me, is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. So baseball is coming back starting July 23rd or 24th. And uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, they didn't tell me to talk about this, but I saw it in the app, uh, now is starting to have futures bets for uh, the baseball season. So mm. the Philadelphia Phillies are plus 2,000 to win the World Series, which Ooh. is 20 to 1. Now, pretty good. that is 1 to... Yeah, only they are ninth. So the Mets are also plus 2,000. The Nationals are plus 1,800. Cardinals plus 2,000. Uh, the favorite is the Dodgers at plus 375. To win the National League, the Phillies are plus 1,100. They're seventh in there. So, um, And I'm sure they'll have over-unders soon for the 60-game season. Uh, I think the, they're waiting for the actual schedule to get announced, so um, that'll happen soon. Um, of course... UFC you can bet on with DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, which is which is presents the Rice of Ricky Sanchez podcast, the, all the fucking golf that's going on, Korean baseball, and the casino baby. I was told by a coworker, uh, "What's up, Mike?" That my system of blackjack betting, where I put away the profits, and it does like it doesn't work, <laughs> um, but it works to me, and that's yeah. all that matters. Split so, twos. Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's casino games there as well. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook and Casino app right now. Um, and the casino games is right there on the front page. Uh, slots, blackjack, roulette, all that kind of stuff. Legal, safe right here in PA, super secure. You can, like, when you want to deposit, it's a 10-second... A procedure when you want to withdraw that's also a 10 second procedure it's right it's not an offshore book it's right here so all that stuff is easy and new promos every day we're also working on one a a pool this is going to be exciting i can't wait to an over under pool for the sixers in disney um so that's coming probably in the next couple of weeks over under of what so there's like 10 different things like 10 different over unders for the team. So it's it's going to be exciting. So How you have many, to, you do, have you to think, do all of them. I was actually going to ask you this. Do you think that the that there will be any Sixers who decide not to come? Uh, no. Well, Kylo Quinn. I
1: don't think anybody on like a minimum salary guy would do it. I don't think that they would.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we would have heard whispers, and I haven't heard any whispers, you know. I understood why uh, – what's his name? Avery um, Bradley. No, not Avery Bradley. The uh, the Wizards guy, the white guy. Oh, d- that was Bertans. Yeah, Bertans. Like, he's torn his ACL twice. He's a free agent next year, and they're yeah. never going to win. You know, like, I get yeah. that. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook and Casino app now. Use promo code RTRS to play up to $200 of casino games risk-free. That's promo code RTRS to play risk-free up to $200 for your first 24 hours of casino play on DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Pennsylvania only, in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Penn National Racecourse. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go to the Lorenzo Brown mailbag, Mike. Let's um, do it. We do have, do we want to say, so we've, We've got a few guests li- or we've got two guests lined up for the next two pods, right? So we have Patrick next Wednesday. Are we going to say who's on this weekend or no? Uh
1: no, let's hold, hold it, it as a surprise. Okay. okay. Especially after Roten Burned us, I don't want to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And go there. Casper Ware by the way, Burned us as well. He burned uh, us already? He never responded. I I I said I sent him a, like I I guess I shouldn't be. Here. We do this all the time yeah. anyway. Uh Jake's like I told Jake. I was like Pivorsky. I was like, Tony Roten was a no-show. I was like, I'm not really that surprised. Um, and Amos said to me, he was like, he was like, you knew Roten wasn't showing up. And I was like, <laughs> I kind of knew. Um, so Jake's like, here's Casper Ware's number. He's definitely down, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I sent Casper Ware a, not like a, you know, five line text about who I am, what I want to do, that Jake gave me the number, just no response at all. So, burned by Casper Ware. So, wow. what are you going to do? Really, Lorenzo, we're
1: having a, a, new li- a new shirt with just the names of all the people that have burned us
0: personally on the back. <laughs> you know, up until Roten, nobody had ever been a no-show. Hmm. You know? Is that true? Uh, yes. No one's not shown up. So, the first hmm. one comes from Brandon Lee Galton uh, from uh, uh, Bleeding Great Nation. And formerly? Is, formerly Liberty Ballers. That's right. What is your favorite? And a, a a Ricky diehard, by the way. I gave um, and that
1: B- little six foot eleven guy a start.
0: And and by the way, the only guy to ever appear on stage at a show and not say one word, and that was BLG, at We Were Right Before Christmas. Sure. Um, uh, BLG asks, "What is your favorite Sixers memory? And what is your favorite Ricky memory?" Uh,
1: the moment, as far as like one moment. Mm-hmm. It was a pick swap. It was great. Oh, really? It was the best moment. It was the best moment. And I've, you know, John Gonzalez is at my house for it. And so it's, and took a video of me when it happened. So it's memorialized. Yeah. Um, it was, it was beautiful. And the fact that it was both like from the past, in that mm-hmm. it's a thing from Hinky from years before,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and also like looking toward the future, which would ultimately get us Markel Fultz which mm-hmm. spelled new levels of disaster and the also worst. for us personally which uh, triggered Retreat Armageddon which mm-hmm. was very fun and ultimately uh, beautiful because we got to totally eat shit for years mm-hmm. uh, I think the pick swap really ties everything together from it the whole process really the long, the long, all of Sixers fandom is
0: crystallized in that moment so I'll say yeah. that Mine is actually pre processed. I've mentioned this before. Mine is the Lou Williams three to beat the Heat Ugh. in the playoffs. It was that sucked. No, that was a great. Yeah, it was great,
1: thing. but it was n- knowing that it was nothing.
0: Yeah, but I didn't care at the moment. Yeah. I just wanted to see them win. I okay. like, and and I I do think being there was was made it better. Um, and I hated the Heat. So much at that moment. I actually did. I was pro LeBron at that time, but to beat that team was awesome. Uh, on a and you know, Lou was a solid four or five feet beyond the three-point line. Just a great shot. So that's my favorite Sixers memory. Favorite Ricky memory. I'll start. Uh, boy, there are a lot. I would say that for me, the first live show with TJ, just the unbridled grossness and sweatiness of it and the shock of what he ended up saying and doing always makes me smile and yeah. I felt such an awesome sense of accomplishment that we had done like a it's amazing to see what the live show became like two years after that like much obviously more produced and and um, more put together but that one I really really love yeah. that's, that's definitely Jeez, one of man, all
1: the, all the players have been so great and and Brett and Elton yeah.
0: we're all Yes,
1: we're all great. They were great. El- Elton threatening to, with his eyes, kick my ass. Uh, yeah. On the live show was pretty cool. Mike Scott was great. Um, mm-hmm. Brett was obviously excellent. Dar- Toneyton, Dario, Dario, beautiful. I mean, we have we've mm-hmm. had, we've had some fun. Yeah. We've Had some fun. Yeah. If the Sixers were half as fun as our live show, we would be a great time. Choo choo, come on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's why this whole thing is the best. If we could do this without the basketball, it's just. You know? Um, this comes from Dennis. Hey Ricky Boys. Thanks for providing with some entertainment while I drive for the last few years. I started listening after the Newlin trade and I went back and listened from the beginning. A, a, a really disappointing number of people have done that. <laughs> anyway, here's, here's my questions. My basketball question is, would Ben Simmons get criticized as much for not taking threes if he and his agent didn't assist so heavily that he's a point guard? Or would he get the same amount of criticism at any position? Uh, well, I'm, yeah, I mean, if he I, was mean a... I, I,
1: I think I think the same. I think maybe a maybe a the little bit less. less. Yeah. But like he has the ball in his hands a lot. Like think about Draymond. Like they need Draymond to shoot a little, mm-hmm. and his three point shooting has definitely gone down from like those cup. There, there was one really good year he shot thirty nine percent um but even him shooting like th- past actually a couple years have been past 4 years have been between 28 and 30.8% which is pretty rough but he's still taking three per game. Yeah. And so like if you if Ben was doing that it would be a lot less. You don't you don't hear too much about Draymond's shot. Um no. so if Ben was doing that I think it'd be a, a lot less, but I I think the point guard doesn't doesn't have that much to do with it really.
0: Now I'm actually noticing, looking at you. So the, video, the the pod now is on YouTube. There's a video version of the pod. We started that seven, eight episodes ago. You really haven't had a haircut since the beginning of quarantine.
1: No, it's really so. bad. It's really, really yeah. bad. I I was like, yeah. maybe I just like put some gel in my hair and do, <laughs> like, do something so I'm not wearing a hat all the time. And I like it is ungelable at this point. It, it's mm. gotten to a point where I mean, look at the sides. Like that's that's it's, yeah. It's that's ridiculous. what I noticed
0: because you're wearing a hat. It's really rough.
1: It's embarrassing. On so many levels, and for you to be forcing me to
0: do this for the <laughs> you what eight,
1: eight people that watch it on YouTube? No, no we have five hundred subscribers now. Inexplicable. Explain. What yeah, am I doing? How yeah. is
0: my face
1: entertaining you?
0: Should, you? I st- you gotta get a pair of like good fifty or sixty dollar wall clippers.
1: I don't know. I might I'm I might just you. ride it out. It's my head's yeah. hot. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I might just write it out I'm trying to get a little like you know like baseball pitcher salad yeah. going back here yeah um I don't know how to do it it's it's kind of coming down you know I'm Jewish but you I do. don't have like a real like the curl doesn't happen for me and it never has so it's kind of just coming down straight and thick
0: you look like a, you got a little bit of a linsecum thing going on right?
1: Yeah, I people like have made that connection thing. with me before. Oh, really? Uh, I would love if I had a little, a little. Yeah, you can see a little Flip. bit. There it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what I'm trying to do. It's not great, and it definitely could be cleaned up a lot. Um, <laughs> but I'm, we're not seeing anybody aside from these five hundred people that subscribe on YouTube. Um, yeah. So, I I might just want to like. When am I? When when else will I have this opportunity
0: to, to see Never. what ridiculous things my head can do? So I did I didn't cut my hair for a year once. I grew my hair long, but I do have curly hair. Yeah, it that'd doesn't be nice. look that way I don't now. That. But yeah. Uh so anyway, his non basketball question. If you were not allowed to work in the industry you do now, what would you be doing now? Once again, thanks. Like do, backup plan? Sports probably
1: doesn't count, right? Because, that'd be I mean it'd be sports for me. Yeah.
0: I don't think so. I think you get paid for this, so uh, you are working probably,
1: at it. I'd probably say politics. Really? Yeah, I Ooh, mean, in some sense, horrible. maybe maybe like a like for something I believe in, less like a mm-hmm. candidate, maybe like yeah, a yeah, cause yeah. or something. But well, um, you and
0: the you Gon's and you and Gon's ticket. I would yeah, I'd be I'd
1: be Gon's running mate for uh, you know comptroller of some <laughs> random middle of nowhere city.
0: <laughs> Comptrollers have running mates. Yeah, they do. I need to <laughs> need a partner anywhere. I can't just
1: be by myself. That's why I've yeah.
0: Uh, well now it's a different thing now. I would find a way to work at a uh, i'm like i'm jealous of my wife who now works at a shelter so i that's what i would do i I like the I would have never chosen that earlier in my life, but finding a way to use whatever I'm good at, um which is i guess coming up with dumb t shirts and telling somebody else to design them <laughs> maybe maybe I could do that i don't i don't I don't really have any other skills i guess um I've found that I'm pretty good at managing like, like talent at work. That's what I'm good at. So I I don't really know what else I'm good at. So, uh, dogs, dogs, I like dogs. So, and I've been lucky in my career to do like, and I, I'm not picking music because I already worked in music for 15 years. Um, I've been lucky my whole career to work in things that I like and I enjoy, and which is a, a real treat. If you, if you can somehow get that to happen, you should do it. This one comes from Still Ballin'. Mm. Hey guys, I found myself in a position where I had information pertaining to the Sixers that only myself and the Ricky community would care about, so I needed to share it. I know firsthand that Joel Embiid and Josh Richardson are scouring the city of Philadelphia to try and find a private place to work out and play soccer together. They've inquired with Temple, Drexel, and Penn but none of those places could accommodate them due to campuses only allowing per essential personnel. School. Wow.
1: Imagine fucking Drexel, City 6 Drexel, saying, telling Joel Embiid, no, you're not essential enough. Wow. Would have well, been a nice little bit of publicity, Drexel.
0: Maybe call Still Bodner balling.
1: next time, ask him to make an exception.
0: <laughs> Ridiculous. Still balling says, if you ask me, Joel Embiid and Josh Richardson being able to get into playing shape with Orlando coming up is pretty fucking essential, but what do I know? That's right. They were looking to bring a group of about eight to ten people to work out. The group would include Joel and Jay Rich, coaches and security, according to my sources. Um, I will say this: that I could not confirm the Richardson part of it, but I could confirm the other part
1: of it. So I feel like I've the, seen jo- on Josh's Instagram like pictures of him playing soccer. Or, oh or no,
0: not. he's a soccer guy. He was at no, I saw no. Him I him mean, Indian like match. now. Oh really? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, So a few questions with this information. Have you seen Josh's hair? Sorry. Have you seen Josh's hair? I think I have. What does it look like? It's like gold. Yes, I have seen it. I guess blonde. People would say blonde for hair. I went with gold. Yep. Gold. Uh, I think, what's his name made his hair gold? Or maybe it was in process. Uh, Jalen Mills. I think it was in the process of making it green. He was bleaching it Mm. first or something. Um, a few questions arise from this information. How do we feel about these two being buddy-buddy, and how disappointed are we that it isn't Joel and Ben looking to play soccer together? That was never going to happen. I don't think there's anything wrong with being buddy-buddy with Jay Rich no, for MB. Nothing. He's a good one to be buddy-buddy with. Solid guy, seems pretty easygoing. How upset will Joel feel if and when Jay Rich is shipped out of Philly?
1: I think his heart's been broken so many times. It's Yeah. You know. He might not even know Mm -hmm. Josh's name. He's just like, this is friend. And soon (laughs) I will have new friend that they will eventually hurt me with.
0: And then most importantly, if the Sixers held a two-on-two soccer tourney, what would be the best pairing? I'm inclined to say Joel and Furcon, but that feels like cheating. Signed Valone's Rewards Club member since 2016. Um, I have to imagine Neto can play soccer, right? I like the idea
1: of Shake because of his change of pace. Also mm-hmm. helpful in soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Matisse's length, less helpful. So probably not him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I bet Ben is really good. I mean, he might not have ever played and would still be really good, you know? And know he played rugby, which, again, apologies to our Australian listeners. They seemed very upset that we didn't know what oh, AFL yes. was
0: or whatever the fuck. Can we, can we say, I'll, I'll just make the apology. out of,
1: I so still AFL- I need them to know I don't care. Okay.
0: But I'm sorry that I you're do- upset. I do care that they care that and cuz so I Australian rules football used to be on ESPN when I was super young and for the untrained eye it would seem similar to rugby because they both use like an oblong ball and they're running around tackling each other and it's not football but AFL is Australian rules football and is not rugby and I apologize to our Australian listeners and I'll also say it is pronounced Melbourne and not Melbourne. So, all right, there we go. Um, yeah, I, I bet Ben, do you think Ben would shoot at the net? Yes. <laughs>
1: yes, I <laughs> okay. do. Okay. Because yeah. shooting and passing are the same right. thing.
0: Right, 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 same thing.
1: Uh, I have the a question. Rights, oh, yeah. So the Sixers have, when they converted Norvel Pell from a two-way, mm-hmm. they then opened up another two-way spot. So I think that they have an additional well, don't
0: two-way they have spot 17 available. Spots in, I I think they have 17 spots in Orlando anyway, don't they?
1: So we have 16 right now.
0: Oh, uh, 16. Plus. Oh, so one more. So we have Sh- so who, Shayok and one other guy. Right. Who Who just signed with Oklahoma City? Um Thorpe or something? Uh,
1: Lugan Stewart was their, yeah. was their two-way guy that they now okay. bumped up. He's awesome, and the Sixers could have had him, and they decided they'd rather get Josh Harris on their yacht. Okay. Um, but I think Jared Harper is available, who I like a lot. He's a point oh, no, guard, played at Auburn. They just they missed su- out on Tyler Johnson. Him. Yeah, I'm not interested in, in
0: Tyler Johnson. Sorry. He's a win- winning basketball player. No. The rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast Sign somebody Give me body. another
1: two-way guy I will I will No, I will Well, they gotta say, have
0: all if, if they don't If they don't use all 17 spots That is the fucking cheapest thing They've ever done And they've done a lot of cheap shit They have Do you remember the beginning of the pandemic When they weren't gonna pay people? Right Yes Instead, buy the Mets Two billion <laughs> dollars Wait,
1: sorry Sorry, if you're making $50,000 Living in Philadelphia We're gonna have to Take a little bit of cut So we can take
0: all of your money Pull it together And buy the fucking Mets so we can create our our cable network for Devils, Sixers, Mets, and Steelers fans. It's perfect.
1: <laughs> it's perfect. Just, We're making just a collection of rivalries. Is this what our fans
0: love? <laughs> it is. Loyalty. It's for them. It, <laughs> you know. You got to admit, it really does. It's just it's perfect in an I don't understand understand sports way. Oh, yeah. they're all in the same part of the country. Yeah. They they would love to watch shows about each other's teams. Yeah, I found out um, that
1: um and then this is uh <laughs> Lou Pearlman uh, managed both the Backstreet Boys and In Sync.
0: Yes, you didn't which know is,
1: that? Which is no, I didn't, I didn't. we watched the uh, Lou Pearlman documentary yesterday and it uh, which is insane. Yeah. And so I think Josh Harris is going for a Lou Pearlman thing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I knew all that. You were—I lived the Backstreet Boys in sync stuff as it happened. It, it's really amazing, mm-hmm. Lou, Lou Pearlman. It's really—he um, was a creep, though, wasn't he? Didn't he rip them off or something? Yeah, or no? that's what the whole yeah. documentary
1: is about. It's all in YouTube, Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Rice Ricky Sanchez podcast brought to you by Cornblow and Cornblow, the official law firm of the process. Look, if you're in a boy band and you're fucking managed by some fucking asshole scumbag, and you need to sue that guy. Cornblow's your guy. They are. now. If you slip on his sidewalk that he didn't put salt on and there was ice all over it, and that's his fucking fault, that is what Cornblau is going to be excellent at, because he is uh, he and his mom run the premier boutique personal injury law firm in the Delaware Valley. Cornblau is obsessed with personal injury. He's just fucking. He reads books about personal injury, not even cases, just personal injury, just people getting injured. And that was his first passion. And then he he realized he could make money from this passion. He realizes that a lot of times when you get hurt, whether it's you're injured at work, in a car accident, you're hit by a drunk driver, you're uh, slip and fall somewhere, that it, somebody else could slip have prevented and fall, that.
1: Slip uh, trying to find Malcolm Brogdon and infect him with a deadly
0: virus. Yes, one of those things. This um, is work. That would be a write-off for me. A write-off. I would write that what off. What is Taxi. What are you writing off? The, the lawsuit. It's the travel. Oh. <laughs> what I'm wearing. Um, if I buy new
1: clothes to sneak up on him.
0: Cornblow is a uh, he. He really does do a great job. Personal injury. There's a lot of fucking. There's just a lot of nonsense out there, and most of the ones so you much hear nonsense. Add, there is. You just you, and and most of the ones that you hear, you call up, and it's just a referral service. You're not even getting the people that you're calling. Um, with Cornblow, you are. He's one of us. He's he comes to the live events. He buys corn dogs for everybody. Brings his kid. Um, what's that? He brings his kid to the live events. Brings his kid. Brings his wife. Just a, a fantastic guy. A small guy, but big heart. <laughs> so, so if you think you might have a case, if, you, if you're injured at all, and he's helped a lot of our listeners. I mentioned at the top, just sort of silly that if if um, if Lou Pearlman was managing you, you need to sue him. That's obviously not what Uh, cornblow specializes in but he can help you out with everything any aspect of any sort of legal injury you have but personal injury and medical malpractice what they specialize in if you think you might have a case give him a call or shoot him an email it doesn't cost you anything 215 576 7200 ask for adam or email cornblow at cornblow and cornblow.com cornblow and cornblow the official law firm of the process back to the mailbag this comes from brian oh this is brian pollock harvey's uh is it grandson? I think grandson. Right. Uh, or nephew? Grandson. I think it's grandson. Uh, Brian Pollock, uh, 76ers question. In the history of things that are fake, which ranks higher on the list of all that is fake? The first round pick we got from New Orleans or the interview that Colangelo had with the Bulls for their GM job? Mm. Ooh.
1: I, um, I thought he was going to say the uh, 75 candidates. Uh, I think so. Here's the thing, and I'm just realizing this now. Mm-hmm. We traded Nerlens to Oklahoma City, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he has been there since. Or am I making? I'm I, I no. mixing it up?
0: I think there's. He was on another team. You're right. right? You're, I think you're right. Uh, it's yeah. it's a shame
1: that I don't know this because I just.
0: It's been so long. It's been so long we, since we, basketball we, happened. I don't even remember what it looks like. Just, just not, not even since basketball happened, but just since we we did all this stuff. Yeah, you know, I think Mavericks. The, the, the they the traded fin- him to the Mavericks because That's remember right. he had he had the hot dog With eating incident. That's right, of course. Yeah.
1: Um, but roundabout now he's on Oklahoma City, and I think that fake ra- first round pick, we we th- we were supposed this first round pick that we got from Oklahoma City, the top twenty perspective was pre- protected, was supposed to be a fake first round pick, and because it wasn't. I and Ooh. I still believe that, that that we will maintain that. That will mm-hmm. still apply to us. And we will get mm-hmm. that in this draft around 21 mm-hmm. or 22. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is like retroactively making it okay. Mm. And so I, would, I will answer that question unless we get screwed and that pick does not convey. I will answer that question, the Colangelo
0: interview with the Bulls. I, I would agree with you. I wouldn't have gone that Way about it There's gotta be
1: a karmic balance Right, 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 right To find equilibrium Um, with getting screwed over On these fake picks that, you know People
0: buy into with a fake press release And Brian says Non-basketball, not a question Just that the Father's Day pod was awesome (laughs) Um, Jigsaw He gives us a jigsaw For the rest of your life Instead of walking or running Actually, there's a jigsaw Play.
1: I will play
0: this game. Game play. I will play this game. I miss you. I will play this game. I- I'm worried. Play. I will play this game. And after the game, they were interviewing him, and they said, how does it feel to win the ultimate game? And he said, if it's the ultimate game, why are they playing it again next year? Okay, there. Um, <laughs> so, well, but you can put the money in, or the music in. Wow. For the rest of your life. Now I'm in, the, now I'm in the mode. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. saying it. Yeah, because we can we can't hear it. You can hear it at home, but we can't hear it. The only way for you to move forward, forwards or backwards, uh, instead of walking or running, is to broad jump everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Or every time you pee for the rest of your life, it will burn like scorching fire coming out of you. You will scream and cry, and you will never get used to it. Definitely
1: broad jump. I don't mind jumping. And also, yeah. I one time I had nba some nba game for the computer in the mid 90s and it was like 97 or something like nba jam or nba live or something and there was something was wrong with either my computer or i was like just nine years old and didn't know how to figure it out but i could not move i couldn't dribble with the ball and move i can dribble and stay in one place but I couldn't move forward or anything. So the only way to move in that game was to pass or shoot. And so that is, I think, similar to that. So I'm well-trained in doing that. <laughs> so I choose pro jump.
0: I've, I've had it burn when I pee to that degree, and there's just no way I could go through that every yeah, day. Yeah, it sounds bad. I just, I've
1: yeah. had very few burning pees. You would think for how many times I bang my penis it burns, but it doesn't.
0: Uh, this comes from Phil. Uh, Spike and Mike, love the pod, and also I love you. See, C- Mike, that's how you follow the rules. Tell Spike you love him, you coward. I like to withhold. Yep. Um, I know who's writing the other process book referenced a few pods back. I emailed and DM'd the Ricky email and Twitter, and no one will acknowledge it. Whatever. <laughs> um, I'll tell Phil he's right. There. There's your acknowledgement. Basketball question. Create a starting five of Process Sixers from May 2013 when Hinky is hired until... The end of the draft, 2015. You're not allowed to choose Thad, Hawes, MCW, New Orleans, or Covington. Now, is he saying odd. that we could pick Drew Holiday? What an odd collection of what, what you wouldn't choose. It seems like you wouldn't do that, though. Yeah. And, would you,
1: and do you count Embiid because he's on the team but he's hurt? Probably not. Well,
0: it says the end of the draft, 2015.
1: I still, this won't. Makes I it still easy. won't. I still won't count it. Um, okay. and you're, you're counting no Drew no me. Drew yeah um, will, he also well he wasn't take, there because he didn't play for the 2013-14 Sixers so I right I guess I wouldn't count so I
0: would take Ish Smith at point
1: okay are you doing your five you you do your five I'm still I'm still assembling okay um alright I'll, I'll go I'll I will I I'll be starting okay. Tony Roden at point guard you can't change your pick I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna put him at two guard so wow Ishan Roden is the backcourt. <laughs> there you go. There's your backcourt. I want the first pick. <laughs> um I would take Jeremy Grant.
1: Mm. So I don't get so I don't get someone that you picked.
0: No, you can take him oh, I can? if you want okay. Jeremy Grant.
1: Um I'll go Hollis at the 3 obviously. Yeah. And uh and Jeremy at the 4.
0: And then the five. What are you doing? I
1: still have a two and a five. You you keep going. I'm still
0: looking. um
1: You're gonna start cannon. You're to to guard. I'll take what's.
0: His, I'll take what's his name uh, on the five. Who's on the Hawks now? Who's making ten million dollars a year Deadman? or something? Uh,
1: yeah. I will take. Uh, I'll take Rashawn as my five. Okay. And so, who's your lineup?
0: So I have. Uh, so I'm missing. I. I I, I would actually probably have to take Hollis. I've got Roten, Ish Smith, Jeremy Grant, um, Dwayne Deadman, and I wanna say God, we must have another three that I could take that could shoot. I'm fuck it. I'll just take KJ McDaniels.
1: There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will go I will go Roten, Alexi Schved, Oh good, Hollis, Jeremy Rashawn. And I will win a championship.
0: And then non-basketball question, even though this is a basketball question. Create a starting five out of current former sponsors, current and former sponsors of the pod. Need positions and one <laughs> sentence description of their game. No former. Only current. Yeah. Well, we've only had we've only had two leave and one left on good terms, and the other one screwed us. So, <laughs> uh, and Paul Green left on good terms. So, love you, Paul. Um, so, so we have Greg at Colony. We have Eric at Big Barker. We have LL. Kornblow. I feel like I feel like Eric is our center.
1: I feel like yeah Kornblow is our point guard. I feel like LL yep. is our uh, Rick Mahorn four. Yep. Um, we have Ben. I feel like Ben. I feel like Ben can shoot. Is our two.
0: Yeah. Um. Greg is the three. Greg I Greg is the three. Yeah. Yeah, and am I forgetting? I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, so we have Casabe. We have Casabe. Casabe's um, tall. He seems yeah, tall. Have funny. I met him? No, um, I think I might have. He just. I don't think so.
1: I've seen. Oh, maybe. Maybe I just saw him in the uh, in the Zoom Zoom call.
0: Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, and and then we have. I don't know if Ethan at DraftKings counts. DraftKings has has just got a, a billion dollar valuation that on sounds the right. stock market. Also, yes. uh, um, uh, the uh, touchdown.
1: Uh, oh, I yes, Frank. I definitely have not
0: met, and so I don't know. I, don't, I can't assess their bodies. I've, and I've never seen Frank, uh, so I've never, I've not met. Frank either. sounds they like the name on. of a power forward. It does. He does. And he sells fireplaces. Sure. So like, come on. There you go. And then we have a new one. We have a new one coming on uh, next week, it looks like, too. So, and I haven't seen him either. So, um, he says, keep the pods coming. Need to have Tony and Tommy back on ASAP. I agree. Would love to have them back. Tommy's been too busy with his WIP appearances to come back. Yeah, on. he really used us as a stepping stone. He did. He did. Um, this one, oh, uh, I love this one. So this comes from, actually, before we get to this, uh, final sponsor Colony Meadery. I, so Colony Meadery, gluten free alcohol, mead. Two kinds, the session meads, which are carbonated in cans, fucking awesome. Or the regular meads, which come in the bottle, higher alcohol, more of like a wine. The, the session meads are sort of between a, a cider and a beer and a wine cooler. They're fucking great, all different flavors, all that, and no gluten whatsoever. In, at the tap room now in Allentown, they have outdoor seating. Um, they have a slushy machine, Mike. I saw Ooh. it on Facebook. A slushy, so, like it's, it's a mead slushy? yes that's cool. a mead slushy yes mead slushy also you can go to dot use code ricky for five bucks off that they'll deliver nice. it um deliver it right here in that sounds PA. a lot you like i had
1: there's like one rita's in la there used to be more but i think they closed there's one rita's we went to the other day and picked up yep and so that sounds like like sort of a boozy rita's if
0: we get oh, like yes. a slushy a slushy mead sounds the same same deal they were advertising that pretty hard for one year that you could make your readers boozy, mm-hmm. and then they sort of laid off of it. <laughs> um, they have look. There's a have, there's a ton of flavors. Colony Meadery is great. They've been a wonderful sponsor for us. I, I'm really excited that they've made it like to this part of the COVID thing. Like all of our our local sponsors, like you know, we had our fingers crossed for everybody, and Colony looks like they're going to come out on the other side of it. Support them, local, and look. You want something new to drink, right? And uh, maybe you have someone in your life who doesn't like gluten. Like, who needs more gluten, really? No, um, makes me feel, like, sort of foggy. Go, yes. Go to com, or go to any Wegmans in Eastern PA. Go to Standard Tap. Go to Urban Village Brewing Company. Go to... Uh, if they're, they're open. DeBruno Brothers. Uh, no, actually, we got a report that DeBruno Brothers didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. So no DeBruno Brothers. Uh, at the very least, go to colonymeetery.com, Use code Ricky for five bucks off. Must be 21 to drink. Please get buzzed responsibly. Okay, this comes from Misha. Hey, guys, love the pot as always. I've been very impressed by the creative guests. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, anyways, on to a proposed hypothesis and a question. Non-basketball question slash hypothesis I legitimately do not think the Astros cheated. Oh, my God. <clears throat> and it is just another sign of baseball's decrepit age. Using video to, quote, steal signs on the field of play is perfectly fine in every other sport except for baseball. Yet the Astros get vilified. NFL quarterbacks literally have coaches telling them what they're looking for while the quarterback is about to snap the ball, and uh, it is on the defense to disguise looks and colors. Oh. No. Similarly, just let me read the email here. Insane. Similarly, it should be on the pitchers, catchers, and coaching staffs to be able to hide what pitch is coming. If you could this hack into not- like, a, like the headset and listen to their play, then they would know. And that's the well, crime I, here. This is not even like the Patriots scandals, which accused video, which used video to spy for information off the field of play. If anything, for their hacking scandal, the Cardinals should have been run through this shame parade that the Astros are going through now. Ironically enough, the Astros were the victims in the Cardinals hacking scandal. I will concede that the use of buzzers is wrong because it's illegal equipment. But the whole concept of using video and banging trash cans is fine by me. Also, their toxic finance bros front office can get the hell out of here for all I care. I guess I'm arguing more about the ethics of using video as opposed to whether they actually cheated However, this is then the exact same argument as the PED scandal, as the fans are pro-cheater in that case. By the book, sure, the Astros cheated, but so did Bonds.
1: It's it's so, you're looking to let step back from the like the specifics. Okay, steroids, which don't bother me at mm-hmm. all, is players deciding to do something to make them better. You can. It's bad for your health if, like, you stay up all night and only lift weights and never give yourself a break and, like, be sleep-deprived. You can do that. That's bad for your health. But it's your choice. Whereas this cheating scandal is part of baseball is, not, is being able to not know what pitches are coming. And if you have a camera zoomed in onto the catcher's crotch from center field and then telling someone in the dugout, hey, hit this trash can so they know that it's an off-speed pitch, it's... That's
0: beyond the pale. But, but wouldn't you say, here's what his point is, and I, I agree with this point, that the process of giving the pitcher the sign by the catcher putting the fingers between the legs is so outdated that, that, that like pitchers and catchers should have come up with a more appropriate way of disguising what pitch so want like is Do you like, a button in his,
1: like, butthole or something? And he, like, well, t- should, touches he, the one button and it...
0: Like can, a, I, can I be honest with you? Shouldn't he just be able to, and, and to the point here, shouldn't the catcher just be able to put something in its mask, in his mask, its mask, in his mask, that he can talk to the pitcher or, um, or, or like, make a noise with his mouth and, like... <laughs> I, I don't know. I look. Burr. I, I am. I, I am actually against changing baseball uh, because I don't think anything that they change is going to make people who don't like baseball like baseball. Yeah, for sure. Um, aside so from just like I, letting like clips online be shared and like actually like promoting yeah, the players rather than. Th- that's that's I think the problem. You, you should be making your sport bigger to the people who do care. Absolutely. You sh- you should be building baseball fields in black neighborhoods because there's no black players in baseball anymore. Like, you should be finding, how about this? Like, they have, there's such a huge Spanish-speaking contingent in baseball, how about you reach out, you have direct outreach to Spanish-speaking communities in the United States to get them to come to baseball games. <laughs> like, grow your audience. Mm-hmm. That. But But putting a man on second in the 10th inning to start the 10th inning is not going to make anybody like that.
1: That that I don't mind just because they've been doing the minor leagues um, for a little bit, and uh, I don't mind it because, especially in this, like, everything's going so fast and you're going to be playing, like, game after game after game if this thing actually happens. It's just, like, we don't want anything going into the 18th inning because it, like, puts people's health at risk for just taking too
0: long and everything. It's better than ties, I'll tell you that. I don't want ties. I don't
1: mind a tie. You have, one, um, you have one inning in the 10th. You have 10th inning. I don't mind doing 10th inning, man on
0: second. Go. Let me tell you. Some, as somebody, I don't ever watch. I'm not one of those people that is on Twitter on Saturday mornings going, like, oh, Arsenal did it again. Um, but I have been to enough union matches to see a tie, and that fucking blows. I, yeah, but I, doesn't a
1: loss also blow?
0: If, but at least you can be upset a tie you're upset at the fact that you just spent three hours doing sure it. all right you know. yeah i don't love ties i'm not like raving about yeah. ties but yeah um and the basketball question how many games oh this is who knows how many games do you think next season will end up being it will probably be shorter and this helps the sixers right i don't <laughs> helps the like, sixers who knows I've, yeah
1: um it, yeah i would get gu- i would guess it's a little shorter in the 60s probably
0: Oh I, I think they're going to try to boy, after what happened financially this year, I think they'll try to play all the games. I don't, but I I don't no know, idea. man. If,
1: I mean is next season going to be like regular? they're just going to like fly around I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just getting worse everywhere. <laughs> like, well, I, this
0: is I just paid I just paid my, uh, my 6,000 dollars for season two. You did? They, well the guy the guy, I look, I didn't want to do it. Do you my get it uncle, back? Well, so this is funny. So I had the, we had the option to opt out. And I told my uncle, before they even gave us that option, like toward the end of the season when I was mad, I was like, fuck these guys. Can we please just get rid of these tickets? And he's smart. He's more patient than I am. He's like, one more year. And my season ticket guy emailed me. He was like, I, I guess I had an expired card on file. And they were like, hey, we went to make the payment. It got declined. You, you don't want to lose your seats. And I sent him the credit card info. And I'm like, Here's the six thousand dollars that you're just gonna give back to me in December. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. It's, I hope I get the money
1: back. It's really I wild paying for it, them. We don't have to get into it because it's just sad. But like, nah, it's we don't. It's getting worse. It's people are gonna keep getting well, it. It's a pandemic. We don't know. We don't know the risks of the virus. Actually, we don't know what long term effects. It seems insane. I understand people trying to start stuff, but like, holy hell, man. It's a. There's not a. It's a pandemic for a reason.
0: Well, yeah, I, I guess I, my, you know, we've always been on different sides of this. It does seem insane to me that, like, every business would be open and we're like, but athletes, you cannot make a living. <laughs> like, everybody, you can go to work, 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 but the athletes, who, by the way, can have the ability to be tested every day and be put in a fucking, and stay at Disney World without anybody else allowed to come in, you are not allowed to work. So um, I think because what they do we see as recreation, um, we have like this different view of what they do. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think
1: that, I mean, regular people should have been able to just like open everything back up. Like I don't think that's, I don't, I don't, I'm, yeah. like, I'm not saying like let's just exclude athletes
0: and stuff. No, 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 I understand, I understand. But it's, it's like a, obviously it's pretty, it's a whole complicated Thing. So yeah. um, I think this would be a better question for you, as I have not watched reality TV in depth for a while. And, and our, our dads are not going to get ma- married each other after being engaged for 90 days. But Our dads? After listen- our dads. Probably not. Um, after listening to this from JP, after listening to the most recent dad cast, I couldn't help but wondering, if your dads were on a reality TV show, what shows would they excel in? Personally, I think Dad Levin would be great, would be a great get-along guy in big in the big brother environment. While three-time Olympian speedwalker Dad Esken <laughs> might thrive in a game of ruthless competition, i.e. Cutthroat Kitchen.
1: I don't watch either of those shows, but your dad in like a,
0: a high-stakes chef environment sounds about right. <laughs> he used to make scrambled eggs in the microwave. Oof, which fucking stinks, That's rough. man. It's terrible. My dad's yeah. a my dad's a great cook. Um what would I could my see your dad and good? Big Brother
1: I don't, or, I don't watch it um, uh, he'd be great I would love I mean I would never I talk about this all the time but like I would I would be a horrible contestant on The Bachelor horrible horrible mm-hmm. I'd be a great Bachelor come on I'd be great I'd have a great time <laughs> I'd be thoughtful but I would love to see my, my, my parents on Hometowns they'd really really make a fool out of me and that'd be, they'd, they'd both excel it's their, it's their perfect environment
0: um, P.S. Hey, Mike. I'm an aspiring writer currently PAing in LA. I'm writing some half-hour TV pilots, but seemingly not, uh, seemingly not gaining any traction. Do you have any advice for somebody who's trying to break into a writer's room? Thanks for making great content. Guys. Ah,
1: I get I get this question about once every couple weeks. Uh, email me. Email me, and we'll talk about it. It's hard. That's okay. a tough. If you're if you're casually trying to enter the business, it is a tough business. I probably wouldn't recommend it. Um, it's stupid, it's a dumb business But it can be good if you uh, get lucky And so far we have I will let you know when that luck stops Any <laughs> day now If Hollis Thompson has anything to do with it The other one, the mean one
0: Yeah, the, the one from Apple Podcasts yeah. right. What's um, a windshield
1: wiper laugh? Every time I've laughed, I'm like, is this it? Am I doing it like this? I don't know you what know it means what?
0: Kick, it, Hold on Is it windshield wiper or Windex cleaner Windex, I think. Either way, I don't know what it is. Okay, so I just Googled uh, Windex cleaner laugh, and there is a YouTube of Windex laugh. I feel like I should share this on... Wait, hold on. I can do this. Hold on. Is it like a... (laughs) I don't know. So this is... Hold on. This is for the YouTubers. Um... Uh Google okay, hold on. Application window. <laughs> um it mm. uh, would have to be on Firefox. Way. I'm gonna Anyway, it. I'm gonna think about it for the rest yeah. of my life. So thank anyway, you. Anyway. It's really me letting
1: you know that you're in my head. Success. Can you hear this? No.
0: Oh man. I mean I
1: know what Win- I know what Windex is. I've sprayed it before but I don't think like what's
0: this laughter happening Um, this wasn't a question I just really enjoyed this email from Robert so so it was a little unclear from the Father's Day pod does your dad have a Rolex (laughs) that is actually (laughs) that is actually the first time I've ever heard your father speak all I knew of your dad was just the discussion on the pod he did not disappoint he is absolutely as over-the-top as you guys suggest. Yeah. Mike's dad gave him an appropriate amount of props for the success he has yeah. had. and the My
1: dad is well. a much nicer man than I am, for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> In the
1: privacy of our own car, driving back from school Wednesdays from age 4 to 18, uh, my dad had less nice things to say about Howard Eskin and his opinions.
0: <laughs> well, that was the whole bit. That was the whole bit. Um, th- these next questions are, are, uh, are too long or ha- here's one short one and then we'll get to the long one next time. This comes from Tommy. I wanted to thank you guys. Of, oh, this is from a couple weeks ago. I want to thank you guys for your coverage of this week's protests. You came from a humble and honest place and said everything concisely. And that was super refreshing. Um, my basketball question is what one player slash type of player you'd want the Sixers to have that would be a bench guy, uh, assuming this year's starting five. Um, well I'd want to I mean who's this I don't even is this your starting five does that include Shake with Horford off the bench let's say it just includes Shake and Horford let's say they're they're all off the table like I guess like what one player what one kind of player would you add to the team and it would just be a creator scorer guy right yeah
1: and it'd have to be I would love a I would love a quick guard I would love like an like an Eric Bledsoe type
0: Yes. Like kind Seems of a great. just
1: like a little bowling ball that can like also Kyle Lowry like stand his position a little bit. Maybe it's I like guys that can defend. So I'm not going to say that that matters less. But I would love a I love a guy that could get to the rim, shoot enough and just kind of be a dog and get uh, annoy other people. Marcus Smart style.
0: Yeah, well, Eric Gordon be- can shoot better than enough. Like, you're not going to have a perfect guy, obviously. Man, I would love Marcus Smart on the Sixers. Holy shit. I would love Marcus Smart. Um, and non basketball, this is just the funniest, most random non basketball question I think we've gotten so far. What are your guys' thoughts on the movie The Social Network? <laughs> Every website and the magazine said it was, at worst, a top five movie of the decade, and after rewatching it during quarantine, I feel like it's vastly overrated, but still a decent movie. Thanks, and keep it up. I haven't seen that movie in a very long time. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. I, I remember
1: loving it, uh, but there's a very good chance that that was sort of like wool pulled over my eyes because of like the dialogue and the f- filming, like the cinematography. It was, it's David Fincher movie, so... Mm-hmm. It's impressive in that sense. I thought the acting was also good,
0: and just like fast. I like fast. When, yeah. Well, Fincher's awesome. Fincher is one of those guys that like makes a movie, and you can just watch it and know that he made. Yeah, for sure. You know, one of those. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. I also I don't know how watching it now, knowing that Zuckerberg's such a piece of shit,
0: but. Uh, well, the good thing is he controls seventy-five um, percent of what the American public uh, consumes as news. There you go. So that's the good. What thing What a treat. <laughs> um, and by the way, uh, speaking of w- things that you watch I know you said you watched it. We're almost done, devs, which I am enjoying. Yeah, I'm enjoying devs. Love devs. A lot. Did you finish Dave? Yeah, Dave. The Lil Dicky Show. Oh no, I only watched like two episodes. Yeah, I, I I can't like, I even when they're good, half hour comedies are just like. <laughs> I don't like them. I, I don't know what to tell you, you. I go. just don't like them.
1: I think I would, yeah. I would, if you're not going to watch more, I would at least watch, I think it's episode five. Okay. Um, it's the episode that revolves around Gaeta. It's really impressive. And I would, okay. I would watch episode nine, which is okay. uh, Taylor's episode. Taylor, who Alyssa, my girlfriend, co-hosts the podcast Table Flipping with. Uh, and it's excellent and she's great in it. And it's really good. And I think our, our friend, Tony Ascenda, who's also, who you met at mm-hmm. Summer League, who directed, and yep. created uh, American Vandal, is uh, is there is the director there
0: so and a quick recommendation because it'll never be a carl andrew record club uh selection because it's too new and i'm recommending it now um phoebe bridgers is is awesome it was an artist that um Mm -hmm. that amos turned me on to has a new album called punisher and it is so good in that i can't even describe what i think it sounds like to me it's very pretty um but it is not like flowery at all. Um, the songs are great, and it feels smart. It's just so good. I Please listen to it. The, um, the album is Punisher, Phoebe uh, Ridges. It's just so good. It's uh, the, one of the best things I've heard. I think there's been actually a lot of good music released during the quarantine era or whatever, but this is particularly good. So you should listen give to it.
1: Give me a two-way guy. That's all I want. Just give me one, one more two-way, two-way guy way. to get excited about, if that's... Mm-hmm. You know, even less like, Jaron Grant,
0: or Mm, if, like, Frank Mason is
1: available. Come on. Let me have one. Give me, like, a fun, fast guard that has, like, some pop. What we thought Demetrius Jackson was. Right. What we thought a lot
0: of people were. What I I am, in my mind. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, we will talk to you Saturday this weekend, be on Saturday, and... Go to com right now. Get the big the uh, Brotherly Love script, five bucks. Remember, go to those awesome charities. Uh, and you get to judge Mike, how good he yeah. is, like, right, from the, page, right and, from the page. And know that
1: whatever you say, it'll be hurtful. <laughs>
0: Are you down with TTP? Yeah,
1: you know. Lick face.
0: If you don't fuck with me, then I won't fuck with you. If
1: you don't fuck with me, then I won't fuck with
0: you. If you don't fuck with me,
1: then I won't fuck with you. If you don't fuck with me, then I won't
0: fuck fuck with you. But if you fuck with me, I'm gonna fucking kill you!